Leafs Jets part two this weekend ahead of the all-star break for the buds, but it seems like the injury bug is hitting for Toronto. We'll tee up tomorrow's game and let you know what's the latest on the new injuries in Toronto. You're listening to the Lockdown Leafs podcast, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into the Locked On Leafs podcast, a daily Maple Leaf-centric podcast hosted by myself, Mike DiStefano, and my co-host, Dave Morissuti. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. What's happening, Dave? How are you feeling on a Friday? Feeling pretty good. Can't wait for the weekend. It's a busy, busy weekend. What do you got going on this weekend, pal? Uh, you know, got a little, got a little Royal Rumble happening this week. I, people know I like wrestling, so we, the Royal Rumble's like, it, it's like the wrestling Super Bowl, other than the re- actual WrestleMania itself. It's the NFC. It's the NFC. It's AFC NFC Championship. Yeah, which also oh, yeah. Is this weekend. Yeah, there's also football. I'm, I'm going in order. I'm going in order. Gonna I'm saying little... that's what the Rumble is, right? It's not quite the Super Bowl, but it's yeah. it's it's the yeah. next best, right? It's the next exactly. Best. You got and a Rumble, a Rumble winner. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I'm going with uh, CM Punk. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Usually, we do like a Leafs kind of like a fun Leafs angle to it. Like, oh, if the Maple Leafs were to do a Royal Rumble. Who would win? And like every year, it's kind of been oh, either Wayne Simmons or uh, Mark Giordano. <laughs> this yeah. year, it's like, okay, Ryan Reeves. Really, Ryan Reeves would 1,000% win the Royal Rumble. Not except, even close. Except for when his teammates realize his knees are not in the best shape and they just go after his knees in the match. Oh, true. That could happen. That could happen. Um, well, there's some news, man, uh, popping up in, in lease practice today it's it's a good thing that we kind of pushed our recording till midday here on friday because there's a lot of news uh that kind of popped up over the 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 last couple of hours here that we would have missed if we did the show the night before like we usually do um so the leafs they got the jets tomorrow night and the jets seem to be getting some reinforcements for that game uh, i think mark shifley has a good shot to play Con- uh, connor hellebuck will definitely be a net for them but Toronto looks like they might end up being uh, a little shorthanded up front. A couple of injuries are popping up for the Maple Leafs. Uh, McMahon, Bobby McMahon, was absent from practice today. Sheldon Keefe, just speaking moments ago, he is going to be placed on IR with an apparent injury. Um, and then Callie Yarncroft left practice today, blocked a shot early on, and he left and uh, – Sheldon Keefe said, we don't know the extent of Yarncroc's injury until they get it assessed. So a couple of a uh, couple of bottom <laughs> bottom six players um, going down to injury, which means huh, Ryan Reese might find himself back in the lineup. But we'll get to that part momentarily. Um, what do you make of this news? Well, I'm going to actually give one more update uh, on the Jets front. Shifley is not going to be playing. Okay. Uh, which bonus- is probably the 
smart, like a, the right call, like yeah. give him uh, time to be out and that, or like he's been out for now, but then allow him to come back after the all-star break. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So Rick bonus said that he's out needs more time. Uh, his, whatever he's doing needs a little more time. Practice didn't make it worse. It just needs more time. And Velarde, as we said, Velarde and Morsi are game time decisions, but this says in all likelihood they will play. So, yeah, the Jets will be a little bit healthier. They'll get Velarde back, which is a big boost for them. But, yeah, for the Leafs front, like McMahon's been out the last few games with Robertson taking kind of his spot. But, yeah, when with Yarn Croak uh, getting the shot off the hand, we're just like, oh, that's fine. We'll just, you know, slot Bobby McMahon in there, right? Because, and then I thought to myself, because people were talking about the updates of practice, Reeves was there, but McMahon was absent. I'm also like, maybe he's just absent for an injury. Like I didn't, it didn't dawn on me like initially when I saw, because I thought maybe that just meant they're sending him down to the Marlies, because that's, that's what, what everyone was saying. Well, right? I mean, they had to make because Bertuzzi's going to be back, so Bertuzzi's back for this game. Right. He's going to be in the top six again. So we had talked about this a couple of days ago on the podcast about how you know when Bertuzzi comes back, if there's no other injuries, mm -hmm. then the Leafs are going to have to make a, a roster decision. And you know, we had discussed the most logical decision would be to put Ryan Reeves on waivers. Um, but when everyone showed up to practice today, Ryan Reeves was, was still there, but Bobby McMahon was not. And, and, and so, you know, I, I think most people started to kind of connect dots and, and it's looked as though the decision may have been to put McMahon on waivers as opposed to Ryan Reeves and, and hope that he clears and, and goes down. Uh, but I guess we found out after practice today that that was not the case. And yeah. McMahon, in fact, uh, is, is hurt and, and has been placed on, uh, on injured reserve. And, um, was there any other more news or is it just that he's placed on IR? Um, it, it's just like, it's an un, it's a lingering undisclosed injury is what Terry Koshan. Yeah. Uh, what was reported? he had what a, a shoulder injury in training camp that kind of yeah. derailed the start of his seasons his shoulder so he had so i think it was initially a knee and a groin injury in the first okay, yeah, yeah. that took because he wasn't he didn't play in the development the the rookie tournament um while he was with the marlies and then he was dealing with that throughout the year and then i do think the shoulder was the thing that popped up in like during training camp and then kept him out of the preseason i think a concussion too if i'm not mistaken for him or somebody on i don't know there's a lot of mcmahon's been dealing with a lot of injuries that's been kind yeah. of his thing ever since he um he came back with the um he he was brought in with the marlies and then things like that so it's, it hasn't been an easy going for him um in that regard and that's partially why i'm like not ready to like see this guy being placed on waivers because i think there is something there he just needs to play and he just needs to be healthy yeah like i think he he can be a, a good fourth liner for this team he provides you know an, an energy role and he's got a little bit of offense to him you saw that in the american league that he can score goals if need be it hasn't quite translated at the nhl level but you know he, every time he starts to kind of get going and, and get a string of games he ends up getting hurt uh somehow so 
Uh, yeah, looks like Bobby McMahon um, placed on IR, an undisclosed injury. So unsure exactly what happened to him, I suppose, and how long this injury is going to last. But I think the one that's definitely more concerning is Callie Yarncroft. Um, why don't we take a quick break? Let's come back, chat about Yarncroft's injury and what this could possibly mean uh, moving forward for the team and who may have to draw back into the game tomorrow against the Jets if both of these players are unavailable. So we'll get to that and more on the other side. You're listening to the Locked On Leafs podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's edition of the Locked On Leafs podcast is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you, you need to hire, you need Indeed because Indeed is your matching hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get $75 Get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Today's show is also brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapped up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use. There are so many different ways to bet. You've got uh, live same-game parlays. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, and it's the best way to find the popular parlays of the day. You can also find bets in the new Explore tab and so much more. Any sport you want, you can find it at uh, FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash on to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official sponsor of the Locked On Network. Hello and welcome back into the Locked On Leafs podcast. It's Mike DiStefano and Dave Morissuti. We're a daily Maple Leaf Center podcast. we got new episodes coming out each and every weekday, Monday through Friday. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts, uh, audio-wise, and then you can also find the show in video form up on YouTube as well. So uh, it's available anywhere. And uh, if you enjoyed the videos, we ask that you do please leave a like and subscribe. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, so what we were getting to just before we took a break there was obviously Callie Yarncroft uh, leaving practice today, blocking a shot. Um, now, we don't know exactly what it means um, or if it's a serious injury or not. Sheldon Keefe said we won't know the extent of it until it gets assessed and, and looked at. So we don't have that information quite yet. Um, but if he is out, uh, how big of a hole is that going to leave the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, going forward? I guess we'll say this, good-ish. If it's going to happen, leaning into... The all-star break, I guess, is the time to happen where they're not going to have games for a week. Yeah, I mean, exactly. This is 
I mean, you don't want to lose Kelly Honkrook because we know that he's what he is. Why he's so important is because he can do almost he can play anywhere in the lineup. He's one Army of the knife. better. Yeah, he's one of the better defensive forwards. Probably the best defensive forward on this team. And you're looking at who you're replacing him with, potentially, and it's not exactly what you want to do. But yeah, you're right. Like we don't know how, what to extent the injury is. I mean, they're waiting for the tests. You don't want to use the word broken hand, but the the reaction would kind of suggest that. And you know, do you have? It, do we have? Because I think I saw um, who tweeted. It was just a video of him throwing his glove down on on the like kind of throwing his glove as he was leaving the ice which again a player who does that they kind of already know what could be yeah. the issue something's up something yeah up. yeah so, something not good happened and so yeah it's not ideal but again if you're gonna lose like let's say you're gonna lose them for a few weeks at least one of those weeks is covered as you mentioned is covered off by the all-star break so Right again, still not ideal. And again, if, if he only goes on IR as opposed to LTIR, he only has to miss seven days of the schedule. There's no game component, so he would be able to return if he if he ends up if they want to put him on IR to be able to call up another player uh, tomorrow. Um, they could do that if they wanted to, and I guess the only game he would miss would be the Winnipeg Jets game. So I think that would be a possibility. It's probably also why McMahon went on IR, so they could maybe call somebody up for uh, for that game tomorrow. And, I mean, that, I guess, leads to the next question, Dave. Uh, would you prefer, you know, a, a call-up like Alex Steves or, I don't know, maybe a Nick Abruzzese or someone else uh, get called up and, and play, uh, you know, in place of Yarncroc? Or do you think the Leafs just bite the bullet and – all right, Ryan Reeves, here's your chance. Now your your name's being called. Like, what do you think happens? Part of me thinks they're just going to bite the bullet and let him get into the one game because the thing is, now, if they put Yarncrook on IR, they would then have an open roster spot to call somebody up. And I think they might call somebody up regardless because if Yarncrook is not able to play and they're going to put him on IR, you, you want to have a backup in case somebody, you never know if someone could get sick something could happen you just don't know you have to have that extra person i i think personally yeah would i want Ryan reeves lack in lineup not particularly especially against a really good jets team that should have beaten you in the last game because they were playing they were all over you um but at the same time i think this is it's the one it's a one game thing where you can just give them that one game say you got them into the game and if it doesn't work then guess what? You have a very good reason not to play him again. <laughs> Fair it's enough. almost Fair like enough. just rip off the bandaid, do it. And just if it's, if it doesn't go well, it didn't go well. And you can say you have very, every reason to never play him again. Yeah. It, you know, it's just, it's very unfortunate that he's got three years, right? It's two more years on this deal. Um, and we're at a point where it's just a couple of months in and, a lot of people are already sitting here saying this guy probably should not play another game with this team. Um, just goes to show how big of a swing and a miss that truly was this off season. Um, okay. Why don't we take uh, another break? We'll come back and we'll get into what's going on around the league. Cause there was a hit last night uh, in the 
Habs and Islanders game that has a lot of people talking. Lots of people talking. So we'll give our thoughts on the Brendan Gallagher hit and uh, get to these new stadium series jerseys that dropped. And we'll give our thoughts uh, based off of what Dave said to me earlier. Doesn't seem to be a big fan of these jerseys. So we'll get to that and more coming up on the other side. You're listening to the Lockdown Leafs podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay, uh, eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusion supply, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back into the Locked On Leafs podcast. Toronto getting set to play their final game ahead of the NHL All-Star break tomorrow as they head out to Winnipeg. Uh, What we know is that Bobby McMahon will not play. He is on IR. But Tyler Bertuzzi will check back into the game uh, and as will Mark Giordano, which means Connor Timmons is the likely player to be uh, taken back out of the lineup. Uh, we still don't have an update on Cali Yarncroft, but that will determine whether or not uh, you know we see another change to the lineup and, and perhaps Ryan Reeves gets back in. Uh, elsewhere around the NHL, though, there's a big discussion happening right now about whether or not George Peros got it right or wrong with Brendan Gallagher. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the hit, uh, I, I recommend you go check it out, or maybe not, because it was pretty a pretty dirty hit. Um, but essentially, it, in last night's game between the Habs and the Islanders, Brendan Gallagher, big chicken wing, late hit, east-west. All You hit all the notes there uh, on defenseman Adam Pellick, and uh, he was down on the ice for quite some time, left the game, with an injury, and uh, it turns out Brendan Gallagher will be given a phone hearing for the hit, which means it's guaranteed to be less than five games. Uh, Dave, what do you make of uh, the latest here with the Brendan Gallagher stuff? Yeah, I thought the hit was disgusting and reckless, Um, and I'm, you know what, like, I'm not surprised that it's a phone hearing, because guess what? I'm not surprised because this is typical NHL. Gallagher doesn't have history of suspensions and things like that. But I do recall Jason Spezza getting an in-person hearing for something that was not even as bad as what Brandon Gallagher, and not as malicious, I will say this, not as malicious as what Brandon Gallagher did. He got an in-person hearing and got a six-game suspension for that got reduced after the fact because it was asinine that he got six games in the first place. But like this is to me, I don't know how the NHL looks at that play and says, yeah, I know we'll just do this over the phone. No need for you to come in. I I don't see like it's, it's ridiculous. It was a disgusting hit. It was probably one of the worst hits that I've seen in the last decade. Like it, it was just pure predatory, just chicken wings. The guy It was late. It was East West. He's and he there was getting past the guy too. He wasn't. Dude, 
He didn't have to engage in a hit. He didn't have no. to, but instead he got it up and elbows him, chicken wings him right in the jaw. And uh, that's the type of stuff that you're looking to get out of the game. And it was completely unnecessary, predatory, and uh, certainly Brendan Gallagher, um, there was malicious intent there. He intended to hit and hurt Pellick. That's the only reason why you raise your arm and your elbow in the manner that he did. Why? I do not know, obviously. But like th that's not the stuff you want in your game. And the reason why you suspend things and hits, if, stuff like this, is to give someone a big enough punishment there where you know they second guess themselves or others around the league second guess themselves when they have the opportunity to lay a hit like that. And Brendan Gallagher didn't. And look, he may have you know not been suspended before, but Gallagher is not the cleanest player no. in the league. Like no. he certainly is not known as a as a a selkie or um no what what are they uh what do they call the gentleman Lady Bing, yeah, he's definitely not a Lady Bing award winner. He's uh, like the most sportsman player on the ice, right? So it's so we could say that. Um, I I thought this was going to be like uh like like eight to ten games. Surely I thought it was going to have to be an in person hearing at the very bit, like because it doesn't have to be a five game five plus game suspension if it's a in person hearing. They could still only make it a three or a four gamer if that's mm -hmm. how they feel. Uh, you know, that, that should be the, the length of the suspension, but at least doing in-person gives the opportunity to do more this way. It doesn't, they they're capped out at five games. And I think that's, that's too light for the hit, especially when Adam Pellick, you know, got injured on the play. It's not what you want to see in the league. No. You got to get that stuff out. And I think that the NHL, uh, and you look at the department of player safety, George Paris really dropped the ball here. They did like your, your job department of player safety, keeping players safe. Mm -hmm. the, there's no way for Adam Pellick to defend himself in that situation. And in no way should Adam Pellick have to defend himself when Brandon Gallagher is blindsiding him with an elbow. You know, you look back to the whole Matt cook on Matt cook situation all those years ago with the chicken wing elbow and taking out a player with that. We're, we're the league is supposed to have come a long way from that garbage. And yet we're still seeing it. I would love to hear Brennan Gallagher speak on it and yep. say, like even try to come up with a reason as to why he shouldn't get X amount of games. Like I, I would imagine he went to bed last night thinking that's ah, probably 10 game checks. I won't be getting. And instead, he got off pretty lightly here with a phone call and a maximum of a five game suspension upcoming. I, I'd imagine he'll get five full games, but again, at that point, why not just have the in-person hearing? I don't know. It, it's, it's kind of ridiculous um, that they make decided him, like, to do make a, corner, him answer but... for a play like that. Don't get him like the fact that they didn't even bother saying it was worth a, a phone, like a, a in-person hearing. It just that rubs me even worse in my opinion yeah absolutely so uh we'll see what happens there though uh the phone hearing could happen uh anytime over the next 48 hours i'm sure and we'll probably have an answer by that you know next week as to how many games exactly brendan gallagher will get for the hit to adam pellick uh elsewhere around the nhl the stadium series 
jerseys dropped. The Islanders and Rangers taking on each other at uh, MetLife Stadium, and then the Flyers and Devils will be playing each other as well. Uh, bring up the jerseys here, Dave, because I don't know about you. Um, I I don't really like them. The only one that I actually like is probably the Flyers one. The rest, especially like the the Rangers one, just looks dumb. I don't know. The Islanders looks like it was a craft by some sort of you know sixth grader, and the Devils like the it's just a really weird looking Devils logo. Also, I don't know. I'm not a fan. The NHL has been botching jerseys, especially like for special events, for so long that like anybody expecting to be nice has just set themselves up for disappointment. The Islanders one, it just looks like the lead doesn't care because it's all it is. And for those who are not watching on YouTube, it's their Navy. I guess it's like a Navy blue jersey. It looks like the Oilers Navy yeah. Navy jerseys. It's got a stripe of of orange across the across the chest. And all it says is Isles. What are you like? Can you please tell me how you expect fans to shell out money for? And look, there are going to be some fans who are going to shell out money for this. It's just the way it goes. But how do you expect fans to really think that these are worth their money to buy? But you're not going to get like fans who just like to buy jerseys. Like there's jersey collectors out there who just want to buy nice jerseys, right? Like Islanders fans will probably buy this when you're there at the game. Oh, mom, can I have that jersey? I want the jersey. And they'll probably get it. But in terms of like, you know, trying to get others, like just like jersey collectors to buy it, I don't know if that's one that people will want to be putting in their collection because it, it looks like hot garbage. It's just it really just looks like a you know, like a sixth grade school project. I like to find out who designed the jersey, how they still have a job, how they got paid for the design and what's the rationale for like why they think that this is actually worth worth it. Like why they think this actually look nice. It's the devil's one, too. It's like black. Really? You couldn't have done, picked a different color for the local. Well, so what I find interesting, I mean, like black and red is like they're like those are the numbers. Yeah, part of their the, colors. I get those that. are the color scheme. But like they also used to have a little bit of green in there. I would have yep. liked if they maybe had a bit of green somewhere in there. But it just seems like they were going pretty solid colors. Like, hey, you got two colors. Just figure it out. The Rangers one, I feel like the lettering is just too big. I like the NYR it's, diagonally across the body. It just looks like it's just kind of too big. I don't know. It looks weird. It just doesn't look sent. It doesn't look like it's aligned properly either. Well, that could be just the way that like well, the, the person modeling it, it has like their but, arm kind of stretched. So it's stretching the jersey a bit. But yeah, yeah no, it, the lettering just looks also like NYR, like the way that that looks. It's just looks dumb. Yeah, the, the the thing is, like, the Flyers one probably is the best, but that's because it just looks like a normal jersey. As yeah, to, there's nothing as to the Flyers to to jersey. Do, yeah, like, I don't know. It, it's What's funny is, like, it, it seems like the other jerseys, like, they're just trying to do very simple. Like, they're just, they're simple jerseys. But, like, isn't it supposed to be a little bit more than that? Like, it's supposed to be a special event, right? Up your jersey game a little bit. I don't understand. Like the Leafs, when they do their 
when they have like you know a third jersey or some sort of alternate jersey like they usually have a pretty good one like the same pats one was pretty great and then you look at their blacks that they wore the other day the the uh inside out bieber ones like those are different but like those are still pretty cool looking they're they're unique it's not just a a, a simple you know solid colors with just like aisles or nyr across the chest it just really seems just too easy man like i don't know what to tell you it's just super super easy it's like an nhl mode when you just want to make the team you don't actually care what the jerseys look like you just make the most you know grade one level jersey there is just to get playing and that's what it kind of looks like here i'm not a fan of them you guys let us know down below are you a fan of those would you be buying these jerseys because i'm definitely uh definitely not gonna be buying one Oh, hey, maybe some people might want to grab some oh, an Owen Tippett Flyers jersey. What a contract for, for Owen Tippett. Eight years, $6.25 million. That came across the desk today. Um, hey, he's turned into a good player. He's turned into a good player from the Panthers. Uh, they, they got a good return on, uh, what was that? For Claude Drew. Drew. Yeah, yeah, for a guy that wasn't going to be back, for someone that never, that the Panthers had for that, not even a barely a playoff run <laughs> and like you don't think the Panthers. Yeah. I know the Panthers have been good this year. I don't think the Panthers would like to have Owen Tippett on their team right now. Well, I'm sure most teams would like to have uh, Owen Tippett, but yeah, you know, 18 goals this year at 27 last year. So last season he really broke out and then, uh, you know, he's continued on uh, to have a pretty good season this year with the, with the flyers. Um, so Yeah. We'll see what he looks like in that uh, stadium series game. It was weird. I was looking up his hockey DB and it, it says no longer an active roster. Is he hurt right now? I think so. Cause he, he, he has like the star asterisk and it says no longer an active roster. So maybe he's hurt. So he, he got hurt and then they're like, okay, let's give you uh let's give you a contract extension. I guess while he's injured, Oh, it's kind of weird. But anyway, uh, congrats to, uh, to Owen Tippett. Nice, uh, good amount of money coming his way um, in the not-so-distant future. All right, buddy, let's wrap things up. Uh, Leafs, Jets, part two tomorrow. Um, we never actually talked about it, but any word? Is Samsonov getting the start? Did they talk about the starter today? Uh, let me see, because I, I was kind of browsing through what Keith had to say, and he didn't... Uh... No, I don't see anything here. Yeah, I didn't didn't see anything, but my guess is Samsov will be starting. Three in a row, eh? Ready to give him three in a row? Well, he's talking as if he's starting tomorrow, so. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you guys just had a shutout against this team, so. Why not? I I think if there's any player who deserved to play in the next game, it's Samsonov. <laughs> yeah, Samsonov yeah. and Nick Robertson. Those two players deserve to play for sure uh, and, and keep their spots in the lineup. And uh, we'll see. Hopefully they do. Should be a good game, though. Uh, that'll do it for us today on the podcast, though. I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Locked On Leafs podcast on all platforms and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on X at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow Dave at D underscore more Sudi and follow the show as well at Locked On Lease. Uh, I will not be here next week. Actually, you're taking the reins 
next week. I will be uh, sailing the seven seas. It's my turn to go on a cruise. So um, I know you'll you'll give some good content next week. So you'll be back on Monday. Uh, and well, there's no Leaf game, so <laughs> yeah, next week's gonna be fun, guys. We're gonna should be fun. Should be fun. Hey, you know it's a good time to get some get some guests on and and start to to look forward towards maybe do a little all star talk and talk a little bit about the trade deadline, some deadline targets, perhaps not never too late to start looking at the NHL trade deadline, which it's it's gonna come up quick, man. Like we're what six weeks away from it, so might be a good opportunity to start looking ahead there. Uh, but that'll be all next week. So make sure you subscribe uh, and hit the little notification bell as well. So, you know, when, you know, Dave drops those new uh, podcasts next week, I'll be back the following week after the all-star game. But Dave will be back for you guys with a new episode on Monday. Until then, keep it locked right here on Locked on Leafs.